The title of today's podcast is, What If I Lose Hope? Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. The author Hal Lindsey says, A man can live about 40 days without food, about three days without water, about eight minutes without air, but only for about one second without hope. Our key verse for today is Romans 15, 13. Now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The English word hope and the biblical concept of hope are very different. We use the word hope to mean something desired, as in, uh, I hope it doesn't rain on Saturday. The biblical word for hope carries the meaning of a confident expectation of good. We see it in Hebrews 11.1. 1. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This verse is not saying that faith is the substance of things that we desire or we hope will happen. It is saying that faith is based on our confident expectation of good based on the work of Jesus Christ in our lives. You know, I heard the author, Jack Frost, say that the Bible is a story about a father who lost his children and the extravagant measures he went in order to get them back. It was this good father who wanted us restored to relationship with him so badly that he gave his only son to suffer and die a cruel and painful death in our place. Jesus paid that price that we could not pay in order that we might become children of God. Now we have the privilege of calling this good father Abba, which means daddy or papa. Our hope as believers is based on knowing the person and character of Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. Jesus makes a way for us to have a restored relationship with a very good Father God. Everything we hope for, everything we have a confident expectation of good about in our lives comes because of Him. So when we lose hope, I think we've lost sight of Father God. There's an interesting verse from Jeremiah that talks about what happens when people lose hope. Jeremiah 18, 12 says, And they said, This is hopeless. So we will walk according to our own plans, and we will everyone obey the dictates of his evil heart. Wow. When people lose hope, they turn to their own ideas and desires. When God is no longer seen as a good father, people turn to their own plans and desires, which makes the hopelessness even grow stronger. For many years, I struggled with the sin of pornography. I tried and tried to stop. I repented more times than I can count. I fasted. I prayed. I put more time into Bible study, being told that might help. But the struggle continued, you know, and it even got worse. Eventually, I became hopeless. So what did I do? I did what this verse says. I walked according to my own plans. I sought out every self-help plan that I could find to stop my addiction. 
man, I read all kinds of Christian books on how to stop addiction. I even got so deceived at one point that I decided for eh, a short time that since God was not helping me stop this addiction, then it must be okay with him. Talk about obeying the dictates of an evil heart. Wow. Through all the study and reading that I had done, I eventually learned that the best that I could expect was to manage my sin. I was taught, according to all the books that I was reading, that through self-effort, I could control the struggle and not give in to it. So that's what I did. And at the time, this was much better than giving into the temptations. But to be honest, managing sin was not really freedom. I had to fight every time I sat down to work on my computer not to look at pornography. Over time, I began to feel so helpless that I wanted to give up. This hopelessness told me that freedom from the struggle was not available, that this struggle was just something that I'd have to live with my entire life. And by the way, at the time, I was a Christian counselor, and I was using what I'd learned to teach others how to manage their sin as well. Isn't that nice? Then we were introduced to Restoring the Foundations. The first time I heard about the four problem areas of RTF ministry, hope rose up in me. I had for the first time in my life the confident expectation of good because I could see why I was trapped in this addiction. Then as we went through RTF ministry, we dealt with the generational sins that were passed down from my ancestors. We dealt with the lies that I believed about this struggle and about myself. Then Jesus came and healed my broken heart. And then I took my authority as a child of God and kicked out the oppressor. I experienced freedom for the very first time in my life. Freedom was no longer having to manage my struggle. Freedom was being able to sit down on my computer without even the desire to look at anything. Freedom was being able to live without the guilt and shame of living with such an awful struggle. We lose hope when our view of God gets distorted. Many times this happens when we view God through a hurtful situation in our lives. When we get hurt, our view of life gets tainted by that hurt, so we come up with conclusions that are not telling us the truth. You know, it's not uncommon when bad things happen for people to have thoughts like, God, why didn't you stop that from happening? Or, God, you deserted me and I had to go through that alone. These lies and the hurt of the events begin to distort our view of God which can cause us to rely on our own plans and the dictates of our own hearts. When our view of God gets distorted, we lose hope. Our verse for today is Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So by dealing with the hurt and the lies these hurts cause, we can restore our view of God. Look at this verse. When the lies are broken, we will see that God is a good God, that he is the God of hope, which gives us a confident expectation of good. When we know he is good, and we base our Hebrews 11:1 faith on that goodness, then our confident expectation of good causes us to be filled with joy and peace. And it gets better. This confident expectation of good abounds in our lives through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit makes the joy and peace grow and abound. I want all of that I can get, and I'm sure you do too. When I was going through a healing time dealing with my struggle with pornography, I saw myself in a pit that had the name pornography on it. And try as hard as I could, I couldn't get out of the pit. It felt like I could not get out of the pit because Jesus wasn't helping me. As I was pouring out my complaint to him and telling him about my hurt and frustration, Jesus said to me, you're not really in a pit. You're only in that pit because you believe you are. (laughs) Wow. Instantly, I was out of the pit and I realized that I was the one holding myself in the pit. I was believing the lie that my sin was so awful that Jesus would not help me. I was doubting that God really is a good father. Something that can help us know God as a good, good father is asking him to show us if there are any hope-stealing lies that are distorting our view of him. Ask him if there are any wounds that are causing us to have judgments against the goodness of God. Then we can take what he shows us, whether it's a lie we're believing or a hurt that's unhealed, and do self-ministry. Doing self-ministry is something that is part of a lifestyle of living in hope, healing, and freedom. I know this, that if the God of hope can set me free from what felt like my hopeless addiction to pornography, He can set you free from whatever you're dealing with. He really is a good, good father. So, Father God, I pray for each one that's listening today that any places of hopelessness, any places where we have not a correct view of who you are that causes us to be hopeless, Lord, I ask you to reveal those. Whether it's lies we believe, whether it's hurts that are going on, whether it's even demonic things that come up. Lord, so that we can deal with them, so that we can break them off, so that we can get the freedom and healing that you came to give us, so then we can see you as the God of hope, the God that gives joy, that we can abound in joy by the power of the Holy Spirit through that hope that wells up in us. So, Father God, thank you that you are a good, good Father, that you have good things to give to your children. And when we are experiencing hopelessness, it's not because of you. It's because we've lost sight of who you are as a good father. So again, I bless each one that's on this, uh, listening to this podcast today, Lord. Touch their lives. Bring hope. Give them that confident expectation of good that comes because of who you are. So I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth, empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.